Welcome to Speaking of Partnership, the show that brings you the personal partnership stories of experts from all walks of life so you can turn their stumbling blocks into stepping stones to healthy, long-lasting partnerships. I'm your host, Ken Bechtel. You know that the partnership game is not easy, but it is beautiful. If you find you're struggling with attracting or maintaining partnerships, go to speakingofpartnership.com right now, click on the big red tell me more button, and start creating your ideal partnership today. Now, let me introduce you to today's guest. Today's podcast is brought to you by audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com forward slash speaking of partnership. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Get yours today. I am so excited to bring you today's feature guest, Philippe Droulet. Philippe, welcome to the show. Thank you, sir. I'm glad to be here. Oh, it's great to have you. And, and if any of you maybe don't know Philippe's work, let me just give you a little background. Philippe is a peak performance coach and a former national team swimmer who's actually studied with spiritual masters around the world, including shamans in Peru, healers in California, and tantric masters in Bali. He now combines the best of peak performance psychology and Eastern wisdom to help men achieve world-class performance while experiencing greater peace, balance, and harmony. Philippe, take a minute and fill in any gaps there may be in that intro, and then if you don't mind, give us a little glimpse into your personal life. Sure. I might take a little bit more than a minute, but I'll do my best to okay. keep it concise. So, um, yeah, well, the, the bio describes the big lines, but to, to give you just a little bit of context, grew up as a, as a high-level swimmer, came from a family where uh, performance was very much valued and very encouraged, and then later on in life realized that achievement is only part of the equation, but if you're stressed out and you always feel under pressure, what's the point? You know, the part of life is, is having the juice and the serenity and the magic of it all. And so the last few years of the journey has been about balancing those two po- the, those two poles. And now my my everyday life is like that. I'm very passionate about my work, very passionate about business and transformation and contribution, but also taking a lot of time to read, to be in nature, to spend time with my girlfriend and to enjoy all the great things that are non-work related, which sometimes we can forget about when we're so focused on, on achievement. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So where I'd love to start with you, Philippe, is, is I, I've, I've found with partnerships, it's really, it's really helpful to have what I call a guiding principle. And sometimes it's a quote or it's a mantra or it's, it's something that, that you can kind of come back to when you get off track with your partnerships. And I'm wondering, what do you use for that and how can our, our listeners apply it in their lives? Mm. I would say, I mean, I'm formulating that uh, right now. I've not thought about it in those terms, but probably that we're a team and always coming back from a, a we place. Um, I think with my girlfriend, we've decided we're doing life together for now and hopefully forever, and we're in this together. So there's no separation of like, no, it's your fault. No, 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 you and me. It's more like we're in this together. We're heading in the same direction. We want the same things. Let's do it together. Nice. I like that. Now, 
I'm going to ask you to share a couple stories with us because one of the things our listeners have told us is these stories really, really inspire them. And what I'd love to start with, Philippe, is what would you say is a time in your life when, well, maybe you kind of you kind of tripped up in a partnership? And if you would tell us that story, you know, what were you doing? What did you trip on? And, and, and what did you learn from that experience that has helped you move forward? Sure. Well, you know, in full transparency, so the relationship I'm in now, um, we've been together for about four or five months. So it's relatively recent, and yet it feels like we've been together for much, much longer. So we're very much still writing the story and every day discovering each other more and more. So there's there's so much beauty and magic every day. Um, but I I can use probably something that happened last week as a as a teaching point. Um, so Julie, that's her name, has been living with me for the past month or so. And she also still has her place. She's, she she kind of like picked up everything uh, yesterday or last couple of days. So that whole place is, is empty, but she still had another place. And her mom's been visiting with us to help her move into my place. And so we're in this very like transitional phase, very much in flux. And about a week ago, I was feeling really overwhelmed. Uh, I've just launched a new business, um, getting used to having Julie and her dog Georgia here. And then her mom was here as well. And then. There was just too much happening, and I did what sometimes we do as men is just kind of like pull back and just want to shell up and, and get away from it all. And um, before bed, I said, hey, maybe um, – and I'm feeling overwhelmed. I'd love to have a conversation tomorrow about how we can make this work. And then somehow the conversation developed into, well, maybe you should go spend a few days at your other place, and you know, I'll have a little bit of space, and then you can come back. Um, I didn't intend for it to go there, but it just kind of like slid and, and I was super tired. So the next morning she's like preparing to go back to her place. She's packing all her stuff and I can feel that she's disappointed. I'm feeling kind of disappointed as well, but I'm working and all this stuff. And so in that moment, that's when I kind of like came to realization like, like this is time to, for us to come back as a team because there was a lot of separation in that moment. And it's like, hey, let's, let's go sit down and like talk about what we really want. And then really had a beautiful conversation about like, okay, what are your desires? What are your expectations? What are my desires? What are my expectations? And how do we put this together to make it work? And so we realized that, no, we didn't want her to go and, and spend time at her place. And that just, that was the, that was like the bad option. Or that was kind of like taking a step backwards in our relationship, that there was something greater that was available to us. So um, we decided for her to stay here and her mom to stay here and just to create a dynamic where everybody would, would benefit. So all her stuff was like packed in her car. We like unpacked her car and um, the rest of the week was amazing. So this was just a little moment when we came together and like, what is it we really want here? Because this doesn't feel good for you. This doesn't feel good for me. We're a little bit off track. Let's let's like, kind of sit down um, center and, and figure out what we want. So, you know, it's a bit of a mundane example, but that's, you know, life is made of little mundane ex example. So hopefully that helps. No, that's that's fantastic. And it's funny because as you were sharing it, I was thinking to myself, I love how every day this is. Right. <laughs> it's, like, it's not like, it, oh, my gosh, we have this enormous thing. It was the biggest thing ever because that's not what we live with on a day to day basis. Exactly. Exactly. This is those stores are ninety nine point nine percent of our lives. Little little things like that. So if we can master those, the big ones, I think will take care of themselves for the most part. Yeah, absolutely. And and and. Philippe, I'm, I'm curious if you wouldn't mind. I, I'm wondering, you said you were feeling kind of overwhelmed. Do you have a sense of what that was? 
Because I'm sure our listeners are like, well, what could be overwhelming? You wanted to move in together and now you're freaking out. <laughs> yeah. So what it was, and, and I was, I, I could feel it. So I moved into this new house here in uh, early, uh, early September. So moving into a new house, the first time I've had my own house. So that was like the first adaptation. Then a couple of weeks later, launched a new business. So that was its second adaptation. Then a couple of weeks later, um, Julie and George, Julie moves in, brings her dog. So now I'm getting you. It was the first time I was uh, kind of moving in with a with a with a partner. So that was another adaptation. And there's a dog in the equation. I've never had to take <laughs> care of a dog, and it's an older dog, so there's there's uh, a little bit more um, complications there. So now I had four layers. You know, new place, new business, girlfriend moving in, and a dog, and then and then her mom coming to visit. And she's she's such a, a sweet person. Um, and, and easy to be around and it's just another layer so it's like those five things on top of each other just made me go like ah it's too much i can't deal with this and then i uh, feel overwhelmed so yeah you know everybody has their limits and like four stressors i was fine and then and then a, a fifth one just kind of put me a bit over the edge yeah no i i appreciate you sharing that because i i think sometimes we we don't think about all those pieces that are at play at once Exactly. And I think as men in particular, uh, well, I'll speak for myself. I pride on myself on being able to handle a lot, but there's a limit for everybody. And, and it's important when we go past it to recognize it and then to verbalize it and to create a, a new strategy around what's happening. Because, you know, to pretend like to pretend like I'm fine when I'm not is not a good idea or to like lash out and just let the overwhelm make me do something stupid is not a good option either. So what's that sort of middle path? And, and I feel like we were able to, to find that through that conversation. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree. And, you know, one of the things, like you said, like, you know, you pride yourself on being able to do a lot of that stuff. But there's a very significant difference in what men typically consider to be a lot versus what women typically consider to be a lot because they're much more adapted at handling multiple things at once. True. So they're looking at us going, what's the big deal? It's five things. Yeah. And you're but, going, that's like four more than I really want to be handling right now. <laughs> exactly. I do well with simplicity. When there's like a couple things and I can focus, I just – like in, in football, I was never a good quarterback. The quarterback mm. has too many things to look at, too many things to think about. That's not – I'm more of a wide receiver. But thankfully, <laughs> Julie's super understanding and she knows that the, the, the few things that are on my plate are important and I want to do them very well. And, um, you know, we all have our different capacity for, for handling complexity, and mine is, is lower than most. But the few things I do, I do them very well. Excellent. Excellent. Thank you. So I'd like to ask you, it's kind of a nuanced difference to this question, but it, it seems to be very informative for our listeners. So what I'd love to explore, Philippe, is a, a story of a time when, when you had, I call it a dumb moment. You know, one of those times where you're just like, geez, I cannot believe I've been such a knucklehead for so long. How did I miss this? And what I'm curious about, and this could be in a you know romantic relationship, family, work, any place that, that that's affected a partnership, but I'm really curious about, you know, what did you what could you take away from that kind of wake up moment and turn into a building block for future partnerships? Hmm. Thank you. What a beautiful question. Um well, the, the first one that comes to mind is so before you know meeting Julie, I was more or less single for seven years. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, dated women here and there, but never anything serious. 
And in hindsight, there was obviously some things that were preventing that from happening. You know, something within myself for the most part, different fears and, and, and past hurt and things of that nature. And what I did for the longest time was like, hey, this part of my life's not really working. Well, let me focus on the things that are working and hopefully, you know, the relationship you will resolve itself magically. And it didn't uh, <laughs> until I eventually came to my senses and realized that anything that is not up to par in life and anything that we want to get better then we've got to devote our attention and, and almost kind of do a little crash course. That's how I like to do it. It's just like, all right, this part of my life's not the way I want it. Let me commit, you know, three months of like deep devotion and, and intention to it. And then I can like bring it up. So that's what I did earlier this year when I went to Bali for four months and work with a, a tantric master there and did a lot of like deep healing and then came back to Boulder afterwards. And within a week met Julie and everything's been amazing ever since. So, in the future, I'm sure I'll come into other roadblocks in my life where something in my life is clearly not working and just being mindful that my tendency is to be like, oh, this is not working. Let me look everywhere else and pretend like this doesn't exist. <laughs> well, <laughs> I think we've all done that one time or two. Yes. So now it's to have the maturity to be like, all right, there's a problem. Let me let me face it and, 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 and deal with it like a mature person and you know reach out to the right person, the right teacher, the right coach, the right whatever um and get the support and face it instead of like burying it under the rug hoping it will disappear it doesn't disappear it just gets worse yeah yeah and I, i'm i'm glad you brought that up because it is very easy to just go oh well let's just kind of look the other way and act like it's not really here and that'll make it go away and it doesn't <laughs> like you said it just sits there and festers and gets worse and worse while we ignore it, that it exists. So I appreciate that example of, you know, you took the time you needed and did the work you had to do, whatever that was, so you could actually show up. And you've had, obviously, the fruits of that with meeting this amazing woman and, and starting an incredible relationship very, very quickly after you did the work you needed to do. Only took seven years to figure out that I needed <laughs> to focus for three months and then I could have the thing I most desired in the world. But hey, I got it now. So exactly. things worked out. Exactly. Awesome. Yeah. So I want to shift gears here, Philippe. And, and, and what I'd love to have you do is share a story of what I call one of your proudest partnership moments. And this could be, you know, again, any area of your life, romantic, family, career, whatever it is. And the way I've found that it's easy to notice these moments is when we look at, you know, what's one of those times you think back on in your life and you just can't help but smile. Mm. Wow. So many. Uh, and once again, I'll just use the one that first comes to mind. And I'll talk about something a little bit more uh, professional based. So I have a, a client who I've been coaching for a couple of years, very successful man. And we've been doing really great work for the past two years. And there's also always a feeling that there's a greater depth that we go, would go into. But it was one of those classic case scenario where two men like love each other and respect each other. But there's just a, a depth of of emotional intimacy and almost like soul intimacy that we're either not willing or unable to go to. There's still a little bit of that like, you know, I love you, bro, but, you know, don't come too close sort of thing. <laughs> and so with that particular client, we created an arrangement in the last year to um, actually see each other in person once a month. And about, about three weeks ago, uh, I went to see him 
and uh, I just remember we had a conversation in my car. We were we were walking around the lake, but it got dark and it got cold. So we're like, hey, let's go to my car. And we spent about an hour in my car, and just for the first time, we both felt it. It's almost that little like tingling feeling in the heart when you're having such a beautiful connected moment with someone and you're just like essentially in love with that person in that moment and we could both feel it and it was so great to experience that and to know that you know we had created that we had just taken that relationship to another level which we knew was possible the whole time but you know it's a little bit scary so that was beautiful and I think just one of those milestone moments in a professional relationship which you know, sometimes it can go years and years without ever happening, but now I know that forever our relationship will be a lot deeper and richer and more powerful because we had that sort of soul-to-soul conversation in my car by the lake. Uh, so that that's one that comes to mind and I feel really grateful and proud of. Yeah, that's that's a great story, Philippe. And, you know, I love what you said about there was something deeper there and you both knew it. But you mm. hadn't got there because I think we deceive ourselves going, no, I'm I'm making this up. That's not real. When the reality is, yeah, you you both are noticing there's there's something else here. Totally. And you can go a long way, especially in the, in the professional context, with just conversations of the mind and, and talking about different strategies and tactics and concepts. And it, it, it's very stimulating intellectually. But to the soul, there's something missing. And unless, and it's almost like you have to go to a completely different place within yourself. Like we can talk about ideas and concepts all day and be like, yeah, this is interesting. This is interesting. But like, what does your heart crave? What is your greatest fear? You know, what keeps you up at night? Those kinds of conversations that are layer deeper, they take courage from both people, but they're so satisfying and so fulfilling when, when we do go there. Absolutely. Yeah. Great, great story. Thank you. Well, Philippe, we've, we've reached a part of the show. I call it the bring it all home portion. And, and this is where we actually, we step away from stories. And I ask you to provide some simple, concrete guidance for our listeners so they can actually improve their partnerships right now. And where I'd love to start is, I would love to know what is, what you would consider the best partnership or relationship advice that you have ever received. Hmm. Huh. You're asking such good questions and all questions that <laughs> I'm like, can we pause for three minutes while I go think about it? Uh, <laughs> um, this is not a test. Yeah. I, well, the, the thing that comes to mind, it's not something that I've, I don't know if I've received it, but let's say I, I've received it from God. So it came from somewhere. I just don't know that it was an actual, just a person. But one thing that right now is really making such a big difference is taking some sacred time to connect both in the morning and at night. Um, the, the, the day, and I'm talking about my, my, my partner, um, you know, the days we're both busy, we have things going on and we're both passionate about our work, but every morning we start with some beautiful, affectionate, soul-connecting time, which you know really helps us solidify our relationship, but go into the day feeling love and feeling in love, which is kind of like the ultimate edge I, I feel like going into the work do you feeling just like so full of love I, I can't think of anything uh, more beneficial and then also making sure to create some time every night for the same um, and one thing we, we've committed to is to go to bed at the same time every night we, we we had a few times when we went to bed at separate times and it kind of like took away our our sacred finish the day together 
and finish the day in love and feeling love and going to the dream state from that place. And um, it made a big difference. So starting the day with some magical time, you know, even if it's 10, 15 minutes, ending the day with some magical time, just make sure that what happens in between will be so much better and that this, our, our sleep seems to get better and, and be more rejuvenative. So once again, very simple, but applied consistently, I think makes a, it makes a huge difference. That is so cool. <laughs> and I love what you said that like, the connection in the morning like gives you an edge that you wouldn't have normally because i mean for everybody listening right think about it in your life if you started your day knowing you were completely loved what kind of edge would you have in everything you did the rest of the day it's like rocket fuel it's amazing absolutely yeah what a great great idea thank you philippe well, you're welcome. And, and it's funny, I got to tell you, Ken, I, I, you know, I've been interviewed quite a few times on other topics where I feel much more like an expert. This, I feel like uh, I'm just kind of starting to figure it out. So I, I, I share things. I'm like, I don't even know if this is good. It's working for me. I don't know if it's, it's good advice. So it's good to have that reflection. And, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm very much a student of relationship and we all are, but uh, very much in it at the moment. So um, it's interesting for you to ask me these questions and for me to be able to uh, to reflect on my own experience and my own experiments because that's that's really what it is right now. Yeah, absolutely. And I I don't think that ever stops, right? Okay, like, okay. We're always we're always experimenting. We just might have more experience at experimenting. <laughs> but yeah, exactly. Thank you, thank you for, yeah, especially thank you for with something that. like this, there might be a point where you you, you can master uh, I don't know eating with chopstick, but it's something like relationships probably is a journey of a lifetime. Exactly. Exactly. Well, Philippe, I'm I'm wondering what you would recommend for our listeners as far as like maybe a book or a resource that you found to be beneficial to you regarding partnership. Yeah, well, for sure, the thing that's helped me a lot this year is to explore the world of Tantra. Hmm. Um, so for those of you who don't know, Tantra is sacred sexuality. It's a, a spiritual path of finding enlightenment through relationship and through pleasure. So for someone like me who came up on a more Buddhist path where pleasure and enlightenment are kind of like completely separate and, and it's much more of an ascetic path. So it's like you can become enlightened, but you're going to have to meditate and, and just you know be kind of really serious about it, which I didn't mind. But when I learned that you could have similar or even greater results through sexuality and through intimacy and through just beautiful connection, I was like, hey, I'd love to try that. So it's not something that gets talked a lot about in, um, in the West. And it's something that people can have preconceived notions of like, oh, it's some wild sex party. It's not that at all. It's really seeking enlightenment through intimacy and creating great intimacy through connecting spirituality to everything we do as a couple and making it sacred and beautiful. So um, I went to a retreat in Bali, which was super beneficial and my teacher just uh, released her new book uh, this morning. So I just ordered it. And, and for people, I haven't read it, but I would imagine that it'll be phenomenal because the retreat was phenomenal. So her, um, her name is Shashi Soluna, and her, her book is called Tantra. So that could be a good place to, to look to start to have greater intimacy, greater depth, and just more sacredness in everything we do so that it doesn't become just, just mundane um, just we're, we're in partnership and we're kind of doing this thing together, but keep this, this special spark and this connected with connection with God that makes it so much more than just 
you know, just a relationship. Yeah, excellent, excellent. Yeah, we actually had a couple on, um, geez, several months ago that teach Tantra um, out in uh, Chicago. They actually have a cool. out in Chicago that was really, really great to hear from them. And I love to hear like you as a practitioner as opposed to a teacher and how it's impacted you. So that's a great, great recommendation. Thank you. Hey, thank you. Now, what I'd love to have us do, Philippe, is, is leave our listeners with an example of what I call the payoff of partnership. And what <laughs> I mean by that is a specific example of something you were able to do or create or experience that was solely the result of being in partnership. You could not have done it on your own. Mm. Well, I feel like my entire life is a depiction of that right now. Um, I feel like my, my, I'm, I'm a breeding example of, uh, of that. And maybe the best way to put it is if you were interviewing me a year ago or if you, know, you and I were hanging out a year ago, there would be this this quality of I'm focused, I got my shit together, I'm disciplined, I'm, I'm, I'm able to achieve a lot, but it's almost like there's a juice in me that's missing. Mm-hmm. And, and sometimes we see that in men that are high achievers. It's like you're doing everything right, but maybe there's something more to it. And I feel like now I'm so much more alive and juiced up and just passionate about everything. Like overflowing with love because I, I, I experienced so much love in, in this relationship that my desire to serve and contribute and create is, is tenfold what it used to be. Um, I really like the, the Buddhist teaching of fill up your own cup first so that it overflows and then fill other people's cups you know, with your overflow. And, and I feel like it's what's happening right now. So um, yeah, just the quality of my work and what I'm able to create is, is, is tenfold what it was because I'm full, I'm happy, I'm in love, I feel I feel safe in the love of my woman, and from there I'm 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 ready to go do you know much bigger things in the world. Outstanding. Great. Thank you. You know, I, I think it's pretty clear to our listeners at this point that that you're a remarkable, remarkable man. It's got so much to share. And I would love for you to let our listeners know how do they contact you, how do they learn more about what you do, Philippe? Mm, well, thank you very much, Ken. I, I appreciate that a lot and it means a lot coming from you. Uh, so if people want to connect more, so my new website, my new blog is called New Kings. So the website is newkings.co and the tagline is where good guys become great men. So along those same lines, how do we take if you're someone who's achieved a lot in the traditional sense and you know checked all the boxes in a way and still feel like, Maybe there's something more to it all. I feel like there's something greater here, and, and I want to find it. I want to be it. Um, that's what this website's about, to take that, that final 5% that makes life extraordinary and, and so juiced up and allows us to contribute in a big way. So newkings.co, and uh, that's, that's my life's work uh, right now. Excellent. Excellent. And for anybody listening that was you know busy doing something else while you're listening, if you just go to the Speaking of Partnership website, type in Philippe's name. And they'll go straight to his show page, and you'll be able to get all the links there. So it's really, really easy for you to connect with him. So, Philippe, this has been so much fun for me. Having these these stories and insights from you, really, really incredible. I've learned a ton, and you know, I know our listeners have too. Thank you for being on the show today. Thank you, and, and thank you for doing the work you do and bringing this to the light. I think it's, it's very, very important. You are very welcome. 
Be well. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Speaking of Partnership. Head over to speakingofpartnership.com for links and recaps of every show and so much more. Be sure you catch the bonus stories from our guests on Follow Your Yes Friday. It's easy to do. Just go to your favorite podcast directory, search for Speaking of Partnership, and click subscribe. Like what you hear? Leave us a rating and review on Stitcher or iTunes. The greatest compliment you can give the show is to refer us to someone else either in person or on the web. Have a great day. And remember, even when you stumble, you're still moving forward. Peace.